The content of this program is paid for by Monique Buchanan, LLC. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More or the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. This is Monique Buchanan, the host of the Welcome Home with Monique show. And on this show, I talk all things real estate. Listen, I want to thank you for tuning in. Well, hello, 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 Las Vegas. It's Monique Buchanan, the host of the Welcome Home with Monique show. And once again, I have an amazing show for you today. I have on, and I'm going to try to say this and you guys don't laugh at me. I'm going to do my best. The mayoral (laughs) candidates. Y'all, I told you don't laugh. I'm sorry. You did great. Thank you. For the city of North Las Vegas, I want to welcome Miss Pamela Goings-Brown. Welcome, Pam. Good morning, and thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be here. Well, thank you. And almost, almost, also... Mr. Robert Twix Taylor. Good morning. Good morning. Amazing AM to both of you, Queens. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, we're going to jump right in this. You guys always hear me talk about North Las Vegas is where I grew up. That's like my farm. That's where, you know, most of my listings and sales are. North Las Vegas is where I went to high school, yada, yada, yada. I've watched it grow so much, you guys. My goodness. I went to high school there. I went to Rancho, 1995, and it is just taken. A tremendous turn from when I grew up. So I'm very happy to see where it's where the accomplishments that have already happened. And I want to know what are the accomplishments that you two, uh, whichever one of you become the city of North Las Vegas, will um, further continue to do. Does that make sense? Did I say that right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's jump into this. My folks know that I always just keep it 100. I want them to kind of get an idea of who you guys are um, as a person. Sure, I'm going to get into the other questions. You know, I've got questions and concerns, but I, I, I'd like to open up with just who are you as a person? What would you like the listeners to know when they do go um, to that voting box? And um, what could they relate to or what, what what would you like them to know about you personally? We'll start with you, Miss Pam. Well, thank you. And I just cannot escape Rancho High School alumni. The current mayor and two of the council people all graduated from Rancho ah, High School. Really? So it's just like, uh, I, you said Rancho, I was going to say, oh, my goodness, here we go again. But um, I, I'm Pamela Goins-Brown and I, too, have been in North Las Vegas. Uh, my family came here in 1964. And so I have seen not only North Las Vegas, but the city of Las Vegas just continue to blossom over the years and um, grew up here. And um, this is home to me. Um, I, I left for four years to go to college and I came right back home. And I literally graduated on a Sunday afternoon from Prairie View A&M University. <laughs> And I had a job to go to Monday morning because I had my degree in music education. And so I was hired right there. And it's like, you have a job Monday morning. You got to get back home. So um, I've been a lifelong educator. I dedicated 35 years to educating kids in the city of North Las Vegas and all over the valley. I taught music for 20 years. I also taught um, fourth grade during the summer. I did some summer school teaching. And then I became an administrator. And I was an administrator for 15 years, always with the babies. I love elementary school Uh, high school junior high school school I I love the babies (laughs) and so I just think I have been serving the public my entire life Um, and I just like to help people Mm -hmm. and if if I can make the difference in one life or ten lives a days then a a day then I know I have fulfilled what what my goals I have set for that day Um, and just the growth and development over the years especially in North Las Vegas because my first home 
was in the city of Las Vegas because there were not homes in North Las Vegas. And then when we did start building, I'm like, it's time for me to come back home. And so that's what I did. And I've been here ever since. Wow. So I just love um, being a community servant. I love being a problem solver. Um, I just love watching change and and growth happening. And it's just happening before our eyes every single day. Yes, ma'am. You've got that. That's very true. All right, Mr. Taylor, what is your answer to that as well? What would you like them to know about you personally? Well, first, I want want you two ladies to know, uh, happy Mother's Day coming up. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And uh, (laughs) my name is Robert Taylor, Robert Whitfield Taylor, known as Twix in the community. I'm born and raised in North Las Vegas. My mother and father met at Lynx University, where Black Wall Street is at, or was at before it got, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, if Fell in love, got married, moved to Las Vegas and had me. So I'm the very first one of my family born and raised in North Las oh, Vegas. Oh, wow. I attended J.D. Smith, St. Christopher, Shine High School. Okay, because I went to J.D. Wait a minute, sir. What I was year, there. Year did Time's you know? out. I was what? there 6th, 7th, and 8th. And I got best dress 6th, 7th, and 8th. Oh, so look at, your year, look at your yearbook. Best dress? <laughs> look at your yearbook and you'll see it. Right. But, <laughs> but I am a uh, business owner for over 21 years. Uh-huh. I got my first uh, business, Fade Mall Barbershop on 300 East Lake Mead in North Las Vegas when I was 23. Since oh, wow. then, I've owned and operated uh, six barbershops, five salons, photography studio, the first black-owned tattoo shop in Las Vegas, uh, a used clothing store called Brand News, literally across the street right here, oh, wow. uh, and Twix Entertainment, which I've done over 2,000 events all across the Las Vegas Valley. And that's just the business aspect, but my big thing is filling in voids and being a trailblazer in the community. Uh, especially being from North Las Vegas. Growing up, I didn't see anyone from North Las Vegas coming to our schools, talking to us, uh, giving us a positive image about North Las Vegas. True. Everything was kind of like, and I love the West Side. Everything was pandered to the West Side. Right. But they left us alone. Regal States, Del Monaco, Winslow, Y Street, Casa Rosa, Rose Garden. Nobody cared about us. Cared about us to me. Yeah. So I felt like I'm taking this uh, this road to build, a, to, to build a better city of North Las Vegas. Okay, so as an entrepreneur, you came back and gave back to the city. Oh, indeed, it's an ebb and flow. There's no way possible I can make money and be successful, whatever that means to a person, and not give back to the community that got me in position. All right. Well, those were two, yeah. I'm glad to know that. I'm sure that my listeners enjoyed that, you know, finding out that about both of you. So you guys are both homegrown. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to move on to my question. Because, as you well know, I am a realtor here. Um, As a matter of fact, I I was telling Pam that Twix's sister was my first broker, actually. So there is a connection there with that. Um, This show is all about real estate. And my question is the housing crisis that we're going through right now. You know, there's just there's just no inventory. It's affecting our veterans. You know, it's affecting our seniors. Um, So here's one of my my now we're going to get into the serious questions. Okay. Okay, Pam, we'll start with you again, my dear. What is your plan to tackle the housing crisis um, that we're going through as far as like, do you support a rent cap? I actually want you to touch on that because you were telling me before the show started, you and Twix, that we that you that you guys really would have no say so over uh, implementing a rent cap per se. A rent cap would have to start at the state level and then it possibly could funnel all the way up to the federal level just depending what the laws are in each state but for Nevada it would start with our, our state delegation and so um, conversations can definitely be had from the local level to see what can we do to start that conversation with our state delegation um, because we look at 
a lot of us are the working poor. We fit into that category. And right. when you keep increasing rents, you're spending 60, 70% of your income yeah. to pay rent. What does that leave for other things? And you still have a family. You still have more. You still have uh, car payments. You still have to put food on the table. Right. You still have utilities that you have to pay. And so, and funny you mentioned that because I did mention that to um, a tenant once before. And she said, when you look at that whole thing, you have to look at the whole picture. If you're a if you're a tenant landlord and you rent your property to someone and it's time for them to move out or they get evicted, oftentimes people for whatever reason may go and destroy that property. Right. So that cost has to be absorbed somewhere. Right. And so that could be part of the reason that um, landlords increase rents. It's just so many variables and so many things that and may happen to make that happen. So you have to look at the complete picture. But on the flip side of that, I would support if need to, to have those conversations to say that, yes, we need some kind of moratorium on rent. I even was reading an article, and I know even New York, because, you know, with a lot of affordable uh, units there, that they are either probably, face, they could be facing the rental increase. Right. Maybe 3 to 4%, mm-hmm. which is going to be very, very unfortunate and put people in dire situations to actually pay rent, especially in a major city like New York. Right. Yes. Right. So, I mean, as costs are, you know, skyrocketing here, it's scary. Yeah, it is. It it's is very, very, very scary. scary. Yes. My listeners, I tell them um, I must get that phone call at least three to four times a mm-hmm. week. You and, know, and I do too. And, the, yeah. and you know, and, I, and the sad thing I have to tell people is. I hear you, but I cannot. I don't control the rents or the cost of rents. I can't. I, if I could, and it's out of the mayor's hands. I can't do hand, that. Absolutely. Even, okay. So yes. when, So that's something that you guys won't be able to tackle directly, but you're saying that you can. You know, um, try to bring have it, those conversations. Yeah, have the conversations with the with the uh, with powers our, that be. Absolutely. Okay. Twix. So with that, <clears throat> I'll be blunt and I'm real. So mm-hmm. let me say this first: uh, the way you stop uh, rent uh, prices going up is being a homeowner. And I'm tired of people not selling that to us. You know, we keep talking about rents and jobs. I'm talking about home ownership and careers. That's right. Things that keep you stable. And I love what you're doing as a real estate agent right. because equity could change your life. It does. I know DeVille says it all the time, yes, but yes, in reality, yes. equity can change your life. Mm-hmm. With equity, you could put your child through college. With equity, you could buy a business and change the projections of your last name, the rest of your last name's life. So with that being said, uh, I got a couple stats here. Uh, prior to the last recession, uh, we were building 30,000 houses per year, and now we're building 6,000 houses per year. Oh, wow. Since 2003, we have grown double in size in North Las Vegas. So we're having growing pains. Right. You know what I mean? And I could, I could go down a list of things that haven't changed in 20 years mm-hmm. when it comes to growing pains. So that's why North Las Vegas is looking like that. But this pandemic has turned into an epidemic nationwide. Right. And once again... <clears throat> It's something that we have no control over. But I feel personally that this is going to fizzle out. You know, I was listening to NPR News sorry, station. I was listening to another news station right. on my way here. And they were saying how the application of home ownership is already going down. The right. applications are. Yes. Right. So with that being said, uh, I believe it's going to fizzle out a little bit and go down maybe 10 percent. Yep. And now people are trying to get arms again, which is horrible. Horrible. And that's what put us in the last recession we had. Yep. But people are so anxious to try to buy a house. People who make 40,000 are trying to buy a house where they should be making 80,000. Right. And that's how you lose your houses again. And that's what puts us back in a scenario to where people are in foreclosure. Mm-hmm. So my big thing is, yes, uh, we need to get more home ownership. No. In right. last 54 years. Black people, I know mm-hmm. it's not a race thing, but I want to say facts. Mm-hmm. Black people have owned the least amount of houses in 54 years. Oh, wow. So we're going backwards as people. Right. Right. So we have to promote home ownership. So you don't have to worry about that. One of my barbers who was next to me from another barbershop uh, who started working with me right before the re- re- uh, pandemic happened, uh, 
I asked him, did he own his house? He said, no, I live in a uh, high rise, whatever. And I said, brother, I cannot allow you to be next to me and make all this money when you could own a house. You're right. So I made him get with my sister. Mm-hmm. She gave him the plan. In six months, he bought. A, in six months, he bought a house. And guess what? When this pandemic happened, he still owns his house. That's right. And, and now and, he does not have to worry about the right. rent increases. And he got it in Sky Canyon, so his equity is out the roof. Oh wow! And we have to start preaching ownership. Yes. So that's yes. what I believe. And that's that's good. And that's very true. They hear me preaching it for three years. Now they've heard me saying, <laughs> you know, when you're an owner, you don't have to worry about rent increases because you're 30 years fixed. And, and real quick, and real right? quick. And this is something that I know me and Pam and I'm, I'm cool with Pam. So I'm glad she's here, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening and watching <laughs> everything she's done in the past. Also, uh, in the game of Monopoly, we all played that. Right. Right. To win Monopoly, you have to have what? Property. There's no way you could win a monopoly without property. Yes, that's if true. you don't own any property, all you're doing is passing go and paying somebody else. That's a good so analogy. Yeah. So if you don't <laughs> own property, all you're doing is getting government funding right. and paying a landlord. And then you're asking again, oh, can you please keep the rent? No. Home ownership. That's right. I have a plan called Section Great, taking people from Section 8 to home ownership. I'll talk about it later. I can. love that. Yeah. Section Great. <laughs> that's great. I love that. Okay, so we've already talked about that. Um, We're going to move on to uh, the economic success that you both kind of touched on that North Las Vegas has already been having. Um, How do you guys plan to continue to attract businesses to the city of North Las Vegas? And then I want to know, do you both plan on keeping what's already in place, which is the commercial uh, tax incentives that are currently going on? Pam? Um, and then I just want to kind of piggyback a little bit just on, on housing as well, because all of that contributes to economic develop, economic growth in the city of North Las Vegas. And so we have an awesome economic development department. Developers will call or meet with us often. There's a project, whether it's commercial or it's residential. And right now, since we're talking about residential, I'll just focus on housing. And so my goal is just to build cohesive communities. And I think we're, we, we've done a great job at doing that in the city of North Las Vegas. And just since 2021, um, we've just accounted for probably over 11,000 in new home construction, which is and then piggyback that with all the economic development that's happening in North Las Vegas. You're bringing in new businesses. You're bringing in small businesses. You need to have housing that's going to complement those because people need some place to, to work, stay. some place yeah. to live. Right. And so um, we ha- as I'll just quote one of my colleagues. He said that we've just moved at the speed of fast and faster in North Las Vegas for innovation, development and smart ideas. And so um, we just set a goal of pouring over 100 million square feet of development in Las Vegas, and we've already surpassed that goal. And so we have millions more in development right now, which which means it's it's on paper, it's penciled out, and we just have to make sure that it comes to fruition. And that means that all the boxes are checked on the checklist, mm-hmm. and so then you can see actually um, shovels in the ground and buildings going up. And so we, um, with our fast and faster philosophy, with our self-certification program, developers, commercial and residential can come in, get self-certified and that way that speeds up the permitting process and so in just a few days they can have their permits and so then that made, they they can put those in there. We know that they're trusted developers because they've gone to our self-certification program and so we could do that faster with other municipalities may 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 take up to months to get that done and so our timeline save us millions it saves you millions because shovels are in the ground buildings are going up and so that we can just take that money and reinvest it in our communities um one other thing i'd like to share is that 
with this process, we we realized throughout the pandemic that we can do a touchless system. And so I would say maybe 75% of our permits can be issued online. We can also look at um, doing online inspections in in certain aspects, and that helps speed up so that developers' money's not sitting in the bank. It's actually being used to get your projects in the ground. And so... um, and things have to pencil out when I said a cohesive community we want a mixture of various home types within our communities and we have single family homes we have multi-family complexes multi-family homes some are rental some are for sale projects we have what we call 55 plus areas in North Las Vegas as well so just a plethora of choices because we are developing for not just this generation but for 10, 20, 30 years down the line. So we're moving. All right. All right. And Twix, what's your answer on that? Yeah, so I'd love the answer too. Uh, We need to make sure that the businesses are bringing to North Las Vegas uh, will help out our quality of life and start looking for higher wages jobs and send people more in the area uh, having careers, right? Uh, They have the small business incubator, which I'm glad North Las Vegas has now. But I believe we need to have an incubator to where to show people about different careers and how they could actually get some of these construction bids because that's where the money's at. Every time you see an orange cone, it's millions of dollars made. Mm-hmm. And I feel like especially when it comes to the demographic of the ratio of the, of the different races and the diversity we have, it should uh, mirror the same people who live in the city, Absolutely. if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, well, I'll, just so I can make a quick point, go ahead. North Las Vegas is the most diverse city in yes. all of Nevada. And I love yes. Just so we know that we're yes. 270,000 strong and we are what literally America looks like. Right, right, right. <laughs> and and, and we've even grown. We're around 275 <laughs> oh, now and we out. are the largest minority majority city in the state. There yes. you go. Yes, yes that's indeed. Us. So we are repping. So, <laughs> right. So, and so with that, I believe the first thing we need to do in North Las Vegas is to get an identity. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about it, go to the DMV. There's over 30 plates. We don't have one plate that says North Las Vegas. Oh, that's true. That is crazy to that me. That is crazy. When you go to downtown North Las Vegas, there's not one sign to let you know that you are in downtown North Las Vegas. Yeah, that's I true. only knew downtown North Las Vegas existed because I listened to a certain radio station and I heard uh, Councilman Isaac Barone talking about the movie theater before it got built and how they deemed that area downtown North Las Vegas. Wow. So I feel, yes, we should have a grandioso sign to let people know this is downtown North Las Vegas. And I would love to work with all the unions and have the unions pitch in. So when it comes to the sign, we have each of their logos on the sign to show the pride of North Las Vegas. I'm big with pride. I'm only running for mayor to make change, community commerce and change. I'm from the community. I do commerce every day and I'm all about change. So yes, we need to get an identity. And uh, like Ms. Pam mentioned, when it comes to getting special use permits, I have a business right now I'm opening up in another city, Mm -hmm. right? And the special use permit is taking five extra months, right? Now, let's just say my rent was $4,000. That means I'm paying $20,000 waiting on an answer from the council and then the planning department, right? I would rather pay the extra $1,000 to to that city to streamline. So guess what? If you have 1,000 businesses paying $1,000, how much much money did you make? And and that's money that never existed because you didn't streamline it. So I would encourage North Las Vegas as a mayor and as a resident to come with a streamlined way to make it happen to where it makes sense for the city for business owners like me because small business owners, which means you have 499 employees or under, hire 53% of the economy right, <laughs> right? so we're the ones who who hire more than half of the uh, uh the popularity of, of the nation so please get our back don't have us wait five more months yeah. to get an answer 
We'll pay an extra thousand dollars. That goes to the city, goes to the C tax, and everybody's happy. I call it NWOT, new way of thinking. We have to get a new way of thinking if we want better success in the city. You know, I want I want to have more incentives, not just for tax incentives. I want more incentives for healthy places to eat. Me personally, I have to drive through two zip codes to get something healthy to eat. Yeah. And then that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And when people move to the city of North Las Vegas, when people are looking at uh, Southern Nevada, you know, looking at the scope of Henderson, Las Vegas, Border City, they look, what amenities are there? Yes. What high schools are there? Right. If I own a Tesla, there's not one supercharged uh, port in the city. So if I own a Tesla, you know that means I'm making more than 70000 a year, chances are. Right. And we want to attract those people. Yes. But if I own a Tesla, I would not move to North Las Vegas because I can't charge my car. It doesn't accommodate you. <laughs> yeah. So these are all... T- charging stations. A <laughs> super, uh, supercharge. Uh, supercharge. Yeah. Can I just... Pick yeah. I'm not trying to debate okay. you because I like Oh, no, no. Yeah. I just want to... <laughs> and I like you too. I just want to yeah. piggyback on a couple of... But I need you to love me. Okay. I need you to love me. Love is a mighty powerful word, Mr. Twix Taylor. Okay, okay, okay. But I got you. Okay, 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 okay. She showed you that ring you're now. Because you such a lovable person. Absolutely. And I mean that from my heart. Because I actually honored his business a few years she ago. She did. Because we do a business no, of the month. And I actually honored Mr. Sweetheart. Taylor. And I so. tell people that. And she gave me masks. I needed some masks for and my business. And I gave you some masks. And yeah. not, she didn't just say, come to the city council. or come. She said, come to my house. And she that gave me that. Sounds like that's Pam. why I won't let nobody even talk ill about her. That's right. That's how I Ditto. am. That's right. I'm just I just want to piggyback on a couple of things. As far as you mentioned, um, just branding of, of our city, uh-huh. we actually have. Um, uh, her name is Linda, and she's our branding marketing specialist for the city. Because I agree that we had not been doing an adequate job at branding the city of North Las Vegas. And when you enter in the city of North Las Vegas, right between Main Street and Las Vegas Boulevard and Fifth, there is a huge thing that says "Welcome to the City of North Las Vegas." We are in the process of doing a total revitalization of our downtown area because people say, where's your downtown area? Yeah, we do have a downtown area. And so it will be clearly defined. Um, We just, like I said, the ink is dry on that on that piece of paper to bring in um, a realtor who's going to totally revitalize our downtown area. And because we are such a diverse community. If you want to go and get you a rib, you can go get you some ribs. If you want a taco that day, there's going to be a place where you get tacos. If you want spaghetti, Italian food. So we're going to make sure that we represent every single um, diverse group in North Las Vegas. There will be shops, cafes, medical, um, some mixed-use housing, and some low-income housing. And just a total beautiful, walkable community in our downtown area so that you know you are in downtown North Las Vegas. And that, too, will be bringing jobs, sustainable jobs, jobs where you'll be able to raise and support your family. We also, um, and I know you mentioned that you had to go through two zip codes to get something to eat, whether it's healthy or not. And that's because of our constituents. That's an ask from our constituents. We need more restaurants in North Las Vegas. Absolutely, we do. And we've called Craig Road, Restaurant Row now, because if you drive up and down there, there's so much change. So many restaurants are coming in. They've asked for sit-down family restaurants. We've delivered on those. There are health food. They're like, I consider Panera bread. Is that kind of healthy? No. Uh, <laughs> if you get the salads. If you get the salads. Right. Cafe Rio. If you get, you skinny, get skinny, what you skinny, get. what's it called? Um, skinny fats. Skinny, skinny fats, fats yeah, Pam. That's, that's I good. I go the skinny side. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, we are we are delivering on those promises. Right. And so we're bringing in an Olive Garden as well. Okay. And then there will be other restaurants east and west of Craig Road. Um, so there will be something for everybody, whether you are a fast food eater or you like more healthy. 
these sit-down restaurants. And then lastly, I'll say, and then I'll let you cut me off. Go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, um, I'm like, go Kanye, you. <laughs> and you mentioned something about just reaching out to kids in schools and offering them career choices. Yes. And we we just recently put together an education advocacy committee, and that's their role. Mm-hmm. Um, no fault of CCSD, absolutely, because I worked for them for 35 years. And I know our school district is struggling right now, but I see all the positive things that come out of our schools as well. But this committee is going to serve as like a wraparound service to our North Las Vegas schools because we feel that they've been disproportionately represented um, in staffing issues, in in funding, in in curriculum choices, in high quality seats. And so they're going to look at and I visited um, um, one of our businesses this morning and He's like, we absolutely need to get in those schools and show our kids just career choices. And so this committee met for the first time, and these are absolutely some of the things that they want to do. How can we partner with our local businesses to show kids if you're not going to go to college or if you are, there's so many career choices out there in North Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. And Twix, I'm going to let you take the last couple minutes, and then I've got one last question to ask you guys. Okay. Got you. Got you. Uh, So... My fiance, when uh, she moved in with me, she's from the south side of Las Vegas, mm-hmm. right? And when she moved in with me, she's like, oh, I can't stay in the north. I have a problem people say that. You know, they give it a yes. negative connotation, yeah. right? Yes. And I'm like, no, it's a great city. And she's like, Where the, I can't, there's nowhere to eat healthy. And she was pointing out things that I'm used to. So what happens is when you live a certain place, yes. you mm-hmm. think that's the normal, normal until you see something else. Right. Absolutely. Right. So she would take me to the south side mm-hmm. of Las Vegas and show me everything they have. Yes. You know. And malls, m- for instance. M- malls and how <laughs> we have all these, we have a few libraries in North Las Vegas, but we don't have any theaters. Mm-hmm. Theaters draw in community events. Mm-hmm. Theaters uh, draw in different things for the community in general to bring people together to get an image and to get a so-called uh, name for your city. We need that. I, I know in the, right now the council has been busy getting us out of the red. So kudos to that. Yes. And I appreciate Pam again for giving me the award in 2016. I opened my shop in 2001. It took Pam to give me the award that many years later. And I've been doing free haircuts, everything in the community. All you got to do is Google me. Right. Past 20 years, Robert Twix Taylor. And see what I've been doing out of my heart and out of my pocket. Not a nonprofit, not my church, not my fraternity. Right. And it took her to finally give me a, a Business of the Month award in North Las Vegas, where I have about 50 awards by the city, the county, even Henderson from doing things. So we have to make a change. I'm glad she's part of the change, but we have to move it further. And mm-hmm. if I were to be elected mayor, I would work with Pam. If I don't elect mayor and Pam were to win, I would still work, work with Pam. Because at right. the end of the day, I'd rather win. I mean, I'd rather lose being real than win being fake. That's good. And that's who I am. That's and, I, and, I, and, I would, and I will totally go full for about this city of North Las Vegas. I love it. I love it. And to your point exactly, it's if we don't recognize our businesses who's going to know they're out there. Right. And so that's why we do what we do. And I'm always going to focus on a, a business that's probably minority owned. Mm-hmm. Women business. You're not a woman business, but I love my, my you know, my, my minority women. owned business. And so <laughs> I always want to focus on that and highlight because people will say, I didn't know that was in North Las Vegas. Well, right. yes, you, there are so many businesses out there and we just have to get the word out. I love it. I love it. So here's my, my one thought I do want to say. The one thing that I, I am a resident of North Las Vegas I don't like that I do have to drive through quite a few zip codes to Mm -hmm. take my kid to go shopping at the mall or to go. You're right that we did get Red Lobster and we did get, you know, the Texas Roadhouse. We've got a couple places and I I see things are changing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would hope that that could really be full throttle. Um, Now, here's my one thing. There is a major shortage of employees for the city of North Las Vegas. Help me understand why that is, because I know that the city's making money. 
So why are we in such a dire? Well, there's two part, I believe. Um, and I think the pandemic affected the entire nation so much more than we, we realize. That's very true. People have found a new way of working, whether they're working from home or people just decided I'm not going back to work. Right. And so we're facing that as well. Okay. And then to offer a job, you have to compensate people for what they're worth. Right. And sometimes that can be a, a barrier as well. And then you have to find, and I'll just use for an example, when, when we're looking for candidates just to work in City Hall, we'll have a cocktail waitress and nothing against cocktail waitress, but we'll apply for a job. And wh- why are you here? Because I just know this is a stable job. And so not that they can do the job or have any knowledge about this job, but it's just like you have to find those candidates that are going to be, first of all, committed Mm -hmm. and that are going to be able to step up to the plate and handle the job because it is a lot, especially a dispatcher, um, very high stressful job. And so we have to find people who are willing to do that. And right now um, in every career path, finding quality candidate, finding quality quality (laughs) candidates has been a real struggle and For just everyone. you know trying to get people to say you know what you do have to get back into the workforce so the workforce so we're really struggling in that area all over not just in North Las Vegas true and okay. the, yeah this pandemic has turned into an epidemic it's complex and perplex there's a new hotel that just opened up and my fiance just got a job there and she tells me people are quitting every day yeah. and uh, they won't even fire people that's how bad it is yes. yeah. they won't even fire people because they need them on file to hope yeah. they come to work yeah. so this is not a North Las Vegas issue this is an issue across the America and probably the world yeah. and as me being a barber I know a lot of my clients people are dealing with a, a lot of mental problems and mental stress right now Yeah. and people we don't talk about that a lot but a lot of people are dealing with that so it is a hard situation I, I meet people that Parks and Recs in North Las Vegas, and they see my car with Taylor for mayor, like, man, we need more help. We need more people to, to, to apply for jobs. I'm like, are you promoted also? Right. We have to promote. There's jobs, but people have to want to work, and, and that's the problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you guys, I wish we had more time. This my goodness. Like, we're just getting we started. had a good time. We got some key points taken care of. Listen, I'd love to have you guys back on when yes, it gets please. a little closer. Absolutely. You guys okay? Absolutely. All right, so if that's the case, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks. All right, bye, y'all. Deuces. Have a good Saturday. <laughs> thank you for listening. This is Monique Buchanan. My license number is S178846, and I am part of EXP Realty. Tune in next week. <laughs>